Hello friends, family, and internet strangers, Kevin here. Many of the concepts and ideas I teach come from many years of as an investigator combined with all the years in customer service and sales and I've amassed a mountain of information. Now much of this is going to sound like straight sales, but not all of it is. And all of, all of the concepts here can be applied in various situations. Maybe you're a teacher when you have students who uh, care and are connecting with and you want them to be more open to instruction. Or maybe you're an HR manager, you deal with people all day long, interviewing, hiring, firing. Wouldn't it be nice to know exactly where you are and where they are in their head before you deliver your information? If you're in sales, you know when you made that connection with your client and it's easy peasy from that point. And that's what we're talking about today on It's Kevin Just Saying. Welcome to It's Kevin Just Saying. Where you can have a serious conversation about this stuff for whatever you do in business, teaching, sales, maybe you're a manager, you need to know whoever you're engaged with and you need to have them open up and tell you about their problems and challenges. When you meet someone for the first time, it can be challenging to get them to let their guard down and tell you what's really going on and let you know more about them. And here's some things that'll help you get beyond the big chill from the initial meeting and uh, get where you're with your client, student, employee, and you can enter into a needs analysis by transferring the relationship tension to task tension. Maybe you've never heard those two phrases before, relationship tension and task tension, but that's what I'm going to cover today. I'm going to cover the needs analysis later as a part in the podcast. Right now, this part of it's all about moving them from how they feel about you to how they feel about the task or whichever it is. Now, let's start off with relationship tension. Most business relationships start off with a certain amount of uh, relationship tension. The reality is uh, a natural part of the sales process is tension. They put new business connections, uh, clients, people who you deal with don't know you, may not even trust you. And when relationship tension is high, productive conversations are difficult to have. It's difficult to uncover real needs or problems or even be seen as a trusted advisor when the tension is high. Here are a list of things that can cause relationship tension. Your salesperson and their dealings with other salespeople hasn't always been positive. If you're an HR manager, you maybe you didn't make the purpose of the meeting completely clear to the employee before they got there. Or maybe you're a teacher and you acted like you expected deep trust within a few minutes of meeting your student. You know, just because you're a teacher doesn't give you a free pass. You know, I cover uh, this in previous podcasts and videos, but your appearance is very important. Your appearance, maybe you came in overdressed, underdressed, or just in the wrong clothes altogether. I mean, don't wear a tux to an interview as a high school custodian. Now, this last one here, this is all your fault and this is one that you can change. This is one that you're completely to blame on and you didn't dig deep enough. You didn't engage and the only you asked was superficial questions. The client knows that, the customer knows that, the employee knows that, the student knows that. You should have known the answers to the questions already and it feels like you're just going through the motions and you're patronizing them. Protecting relationship tension is easy when you look at people and you're wondering whether they look for closed arms, rigid body, defensive posture like leaning back or sideways, maybe some lack of eye contact or too much eye contact, short abrupt answers to questions, dodging your questions, not giving feedback, those kind of things. Relationship tension and productivity work conversely with each other where tension, task tension and productivity seem to move together. Your job is to transfer the tension from relationship to task by addressing their desires and their or what personal results they want to have. When the task tension is high, so is productivity. Here's some insight about the task tension along with some tips may help you get to get to that part where you can transfer it from relationship tension to task tension. Task tension can be described as a positive feeling that exists. There's interesting work to be done. You know, some call it pressure. This tension includes feelings of enthusiasm and encourage people to dive into a project. It makes others want to seek ways to overcome challenges and achieve desired results. And when there's encouragement in the process, when you have total buy-in, as it were, the, syn- the synergy and dynamic of that relationship is massive. World cl- all world-class communicators understand moving from unproductive relationship tension to highly productive task tension is an essential part of the communication process. I mean, think about it. We've all been at a dozen seminars. I mean, I think I've been at, uh, you know, at least 36 at my last count. And you know, I have an issue, I know. But I love them and I get so much out of them. 
It's not only the message, but it's how the message is delivered. Like take Tony Robbins. You know, they come out and they deliver their message in a very specific way to get to a point where you are solving your own task. You're solving your own problem. Now you're transferring relationship tension to task tension. Now be careful or not, but if you're in sales and you practice relationship tension without moving to task tension, you'll make a friend, but you won't make a sale. Now task tension is productive when it challenges thinking and focuses the conversation on desired results. Now there are four steps that will increase your credibility and shift from tension to task. Lead with insight to establish trust and value. Share an agenda at the beginning of your meeting to clarify what the expectations are. Ask really good, deep questions and actively listen to what their answers are. Take notes and ask for appropriate follow-up. Gain a clear assignment during the needs analysis meeting. Tension can be good when it's focused on the task at hand. Be sure to take the appropriate steps and allow highly productive task tension to lead the way in an open discussion for business needs or in your interaction with individuals on a personal level. Now that you have tension, the tension thing taken care of, let's get to the meat and potatoes. Once you have the appointment, it's time to prepare for a successful needs analysis. So all the effort you spent getting to the appointment has been wasted if you don't do this. You want to make sure that you have a strong and thorough needs analysis because understanding their specific needs, challenges, and expectations is essential to developing a solution that will achieve the results that both of you desire. Now, here's five tips to how you help you prepare. First of all, do your homework. Visit their website. Look around through their website. Check out their social media presence. You know, search around and see what's going on with them. Do a little bit of homework so you know what kind of questions to ask. This will also show that you spent time to learn about them and their business and you have taken time to learn a little more about them. Makes them feel special. Ask questions that uncover complete ideas. Simply asking the question, what do they want, is not enough. You need to dig a little deeper. Ask about the goals and challenges that they have for personal and business goals. Once you have a general idea of the challenges, dig deeper to get to more detail. Discuss goals and expectations. Make sure that you're both on the same page. Develop a solution. Work with them to develop an idea to get them excited. If you utilize these tips, it'll start you on a path to conducting a really, really good needs analysis. And good preparation is the key to this success. Know what you want to accomplish and set that expectation before you have any meeting with anybody. Now, what does this all mean? Well, you know, guys like Christopher Columbus, Magellan, explorers, they set out to discover the unknown world. And these men were brave and courageous and they feared nothing. They were willing to risk it all for the sake of discovery of the new world. What does this have to do with all of this, right? Well, you need to be explorers. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about discovering new worlds, but I'm talking about discovering new needs. We need to discover the desire and the needs of the people that we want to help because without discovering the needs, we'll never be able to provide solutions that we can help them with. Time and time again, I meet salespeople, teachers, other students out there who are afraid to ask tough questions and discover the real business needs to be their customer and their prospect. Some people feel like they're invading someone's privacy or that they're being a pain and sometimes people don't know what they don't know and that's up to you to point it out and most of the time we're so excited to get finally to the initial meeting that they just are thankful to ask generic questions about the prospect or the client or whatever and they don't want we don't want to bore them uh, that's going to make them mad but we also we don't want to get too nosy you know all the roadblocks and all the stuff that we do and all the things that we tell ourselves. The problem with that strategy is that uh, when you actually are wasting their time, the prospects or the clients or the students are going to get annoyed with you. What good is a 30-minute conversation if you don't walk away with the real need assessment or problems that you can solve? It's worthless. Sure, you might get lucky and actually get a client or two or be able to help somebody with a small nugget here and there, but you probably won't. You won't discover the real problem, challenge, or need, and you can't help them solve it. And believe it or not, people buy products and services because they believe it will help them solve a problem. What should you be exploring on the initial analysis needs? Here's a three-step method to figure out what you need to discover with your clients. Start with broad and narrow it down. Bring your needs analysis broad, then general with general questions about the business or what they need, what their focuses and goals are, and objectives. Then transition the questions into involving problems, challenges, and opportunities. 
Secondly, summarize and prioritize the needs. After you spend a ton of time discovering their needs, you're going to need to summarize it all and all the stuff that they talked about them and ensure that both of you are on the same page and then have some way to prioritize all of these needs and put the most urgent needs at the top of the list and let them know that you're going to solve those. Now, don't leave without an assignment. Don't leave without having something that is an expectation. That's right. You're going to leave. Don't leave without uh, something specific, a measurable assignment, whatever it is that you're going to need to get done, you know, whatever the, the need is that you uncovered, whatever that may be. If you don't, you failed. And I'm sorry, it's that important. For you to deliver the solution of their most important needs, you must get it in the form of an assignment. The assignment is the key to providing a solution. And that'll solve the needs and allow you to close any deal, uh, make anybody feel better, let get anybody to let their guard down. This Now, it's scary, but it can be. But if you want to help your customers, your clients, your students, to achieve their desired results and goals, then you need to become an explorer, an explorer of all their needs. Well, that's it for today, folks. Thanks for listening. Remember, have a great day. Be brave, be courageous, and be a warrior. All right.